0: Hello and welcome back to the Sports Beat KC podcast by the Kansas City Star. It's Sporting Kansas City Day, so I'm here with Sporting Kansas City defender Ike Opara, Sam McDowell with the Kansas City Star, Sporting Kansas City beat writer for the Star. We're again talking, uh, we, we started this thing last week where we're talking a little bit of soccer, but, but a lot of sort of non-soccer stuff that crosses both of our minds, a lot of stuff that, that's that been on Ike's mind for a while probably now, and just, just kind of stuff that uh we're talking about uh, social issues and and just a, a lot of non non soccer stuff. So let's start with with how we thought maybe the the first one went a little bit. You know, we, we talked a lot about uh, uh, just athletes in general speaking out on issues, and obviously, you know, the headline of it was you know you mentioned last week that that you at least considered maybe taking part in the, the national anthem protest that that we've seen. A wave of those throughout a lot of sports, most specifically the NFL, and and that was certainly what what caught a lot of people's attention last week.
1: Yeah, I think um, you know the the headline was about you know Kaepernick, um, and I think we we discussed you know three, four, five different topics even last week, and uh, the feedback was overwhelmingly positive from uh, you know people that I, I I didn't know that would even listen uh, to the show because or the or the podcast because, you know, I, I thought social media reaction that's where I saw a lot of responses and they were generally favorable. Um and it was pretty cool to see, you know, people's takes and uh, you know, the encouragement to keep speaking out and, you know, not to 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 be scared and hide my voice. And um I, I think some of the biggest ones were, you know, were people who, you know, weren't even, you know, part of, or looks like they're in Kansas City and um, you know, they're able to, you know, just, you know, listen to the podcast and and, and and give me some sort of encouragement. And then the ones that were also special with text messages that I got from people who were, you know, from Denver, North Carolina, Kansas City, kind of all across the country. And I, I had no idea that it would reach even, uh, reach them. Uh, I was actually generally kind of so- shocked, but pleasantly surprised that, you know, I was, or that our podcast was able to, to reach so many people. I mean, being the first one, didn't really know what to expect. Um, but you know, I think one of the big motivation, um, motivational texts that I got was, uh, from a friend that, you know, I don't really kept up with him too much, but at a left field, he kind of sent me one and it said something along the lines of, um, you know, a big fan of the podcast so far. Keep them coming. You're saying a lot of things that people need to hear. Um, and that was kind of cool to, to to sit back and go okay well you know i think that there's a, there's a there's a large population that is excited to maybe hear what i have to say moving forward um, but I, I know that there's a is a tough space to navigate uh, sure. as as an athlete
0: so as as much as anything it sounds like it was just you voicing your opinion i mean obviously the the content certainly matters but it was the fact that you were just sort of willing to willing to do it
1: yeah definitely and i think as I, just me as a person, I try to, I don't, I mean, moving forward or, you know, we're going to have probably deeper discussions of things or some lighter topics, but I, I don't ever think that I'm fully right. What I try to do is I just try to open up, you know, pay po- possible uh, minds to new perspectives and try to understand why, uh, you know, so and so might do this or why I believe this or, you know, uh, whether it be from an athlete's perspective or just a black male sure. perspective, so it's just uh, you know just giving you know kind of just an insight uh, as a whole, and I, and I think that's what I'm really trying to do uh, more so than just put my beliefs on you know any individual, which uh, I think as we spoke last last week about communicating, that's not that's not that's not a way that you're going to be able to you know you know reach you know certain demographics and and, and really have them open their hearts and minds to what you're saying. It's kind of just a general discussion and topics that be had throughout just for, you know, reaching uh, a goal or or just a topic that might be controversial or a little bit hot. But uh, I think that's kind of the way I've been thinking about, you know, this uh, over the last week or so and wanting to move forward.
0: Yeah, I think uh, something you touched on there is probably important to know, which is, we hope that this is more thought-provoking, I think, than anything. Right. It, it's certainly not trying to, to tie you into, you know, a, a broader sort of scope of if you think this, then that means you also think this. And, uh, you know, one thing that, that propped up last week as I re-listened to our first episode because we're certainly trying to work through this and, and hope that they get better as the weeks go on. But, you know, I, I probably should have clarified that, you know, when, when you mentioned that you would consider did consider in the past, I guess, taking part in the National Anthem protest, that certainly doesn't mean a blanket support of, of the guy who started this, with his, which is Colin Kaepernick. It certainly doesn't mean that you support every action that that, right. that athlete's done. It's, it's more just the, the the discussion that we had and, and the, the thoughts right. that, that, that went behind that.
1: Yeah, because just in general, when you go anywhere with blind love, and, per se, uh, you put people in a, in a, in a moral, you know, dilemma. Sure. So, you know, example would be, uh, you know, growing up, you might like this actor or actress or musician. Um, and then as you grow- get older, or it I means still happens today, you like, Oh, that person said so and so or did so and so. And I don't really yeah. agree with that. And it's like, Oh, it kind of sucks because you casted this person that maybe you had a childhood dream or, or, or memories with and you casted them in the best light. And, and you get older and they realize like, Oh, well, if I listen to the music, that means I gotta so and so. I gotta support so and so. Yeah. And and that's a and I, and I get that. You know, people are are could be put in that dilemma, and that's not really you know kind of what I'm trying to do. Uh, because the last thing I kind of want to do is them to say, well, Ike said so and so or whatever. So oh, he plays for my favorite team, sporting. Well, now he's on sporting. Now I don't really know if I want to like sporting because. Yeah. And so I, I get that a dilemma can be now or it could be an issue moving forward. Um and, and I understand that you know everyone's moral compass is a little bit different. Um, but I think uh I, at the same time I won't be, you know, scared to speak out on some issues that I think that are just flat out, you know, black and white. That that can't be challenged. I mean if you look yeah. at kind of what's happened uh with Deshaun Watson and the superintendent yeah. for for uh, in the school district of Texas and he's pretty much saying that um, you know, you can't trust the black quarterback and that right there, you know, we can, and, and he tried to take the high road to Sean Watson and, uh, his coach and some of his teammates, but, uh, and good for him. I mean, if that's the route he wants to take, but for me, it's like, okay, well, I know being what he's saying, what he said, I'm going to look past even what he said and look at, okay, this is a superintendent, a guy who is at the highest, you know, executive of, 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 in, in the educational system. And when I said last week that I think educational or education's overlooked in this country, then you've got a guy who's saying this. And so it's like, okay, well, if you say this, you presumably probably, um, you know, assume this about, you know, black students in your, or minority students in your, in your district. Right. Therefore, how do you feel, you know, when someone wants to be a student body president or run for a student body? Do you feel that same way? You know, do, do black students, you know, not have the leadership capabilities or the intelligence? I mean, it's it's frustrating uh, because you know I think that's someone in a position of power who's who has the ability to make change and if you're a student that's you know a minority and you're looking at uh, your superintendent he's making these comments I'm not sure how uh, I'm not su- I'm not even sure how he gets in the position of power to be honest but uh, I'm not sure how you can then you know go to school that day and think that you know you, they have the best interests. Uh, at your they have your best interests at heart um and so i mean those are topics that you know i won't fear from you know speaking about because i think that that on so many levels is unacceptable um and if you decide not to uh speak about it i mean it could be your choice but at the same time i, I don't think anyone challenges uh remarks that are racist or sexist or or, or culture that needs to change in, in in organizations or society i think um it could just possibly be you know hot topics that are that are the issue and that's the the tough part of navigating as an athlete.
0: Sure. I mean, I I guess let, let's let's kind of delve into that a little bit at least. Uh you mentioned that topic because certainly there there's politics involved mm-hmm. in a comment like that, but I think what you're hitting at the heart at is that is that's the sort of thing that's beyond politics and right. that's I mean it's a it's a very clearly racist racist comment that that, that man made that that has to do with with a, a black athlete and the way that you would certainly know a lot more than me that that, that some black athletes are, are just viewed in general. But um, look, look, I guess the follow-up question to that would be uh, what kind of goes into your thought process of, of, you know, when you look at issues like that and issues even we discussed last week, issues we'll discuss moving forward as far as what you feel like you have to refrain from talking about mm-hmm. versus, versus maybe ones that you want to talk about.
1: I think the big thing is when I bring up an issue like that, if – you have a problem with it, it says more about you than it does about me. Um, And I think that is kind of the the thought process behind, you know, what I'm going to, whenever topics come up is, you know, I think if if you are really in the minority and you are opposing something that is pretty clearly black and white, it says a lot more about you um, than it does about, you know, me or whoever it is that's, you know, advocating for whatever it is that uh, it is. Um, so I think that's kind of just the way that, uh, you know, I'm trying to go about it in that space of, you know, not trying to, uh, you know, you know, maybe cross some lines or, or be so, uh, quote unquote aggressive, I guess. Um, because at the same time, you know, I think, uh, to that point, you know, black and white sporting does a really good job of, you know, helping us do things uh, in the community that people yeah. don't challenge. Why would you challenge, you know, things such as the red card campaign that I'm now going to be part of moving forward, which is anti-bullying. Yeah. Everyone should agree that bullying is unacceptable. Um, you know, I think the, I, I, I joined for playing for pride, which is, you know, raising awareness for equal, equal rights for the LGBTQ community. Yeah.
0: Um,
1: you know, I which, think, which, yeah.
0: I mean, that, that's, at least loosely related to sort of when you when you talk about racism, yeah. So when you talk about an organization like that, which Sporting Kansas City has been very involved in, their supporters group,
1: the Cauldron, has right.
0: been very involved in as well. Right. I
1: mean, I just think those are issues that shouldn't be debated. You know, I think, uh, and Sporting's done a great job. I'm Big Buzz Big Sisters, and they for the last year, two years have helped me, you know, be able to sponsor events and donate tickets to games and bring littles and bigs to games. Um, and, and so they, they really do provide a lot of opportunities for you to or for me to, you know, to to get myself out there in the community and try to make change and just try to be a part of the community. Um, and so trying not to really step on their toes. I think those are issues where it's like, OK, well, I think generally a lot of people agree with, you know, you know, whatever it is that the sporting or myself are putting on. It's the yeah. it's the gray area that leads a lot up to to be debated. Yeah, um, sure. And so then you have to figure out, OK. How far can you go? What can you say? What can you not say? And that's always a tough one. I mean, either explicitly it's written or on contract maybe for someone, or, you know, it's just kind of those unwritten, like, okay, be smart, how you approach a a certain topic. Sure.
0: Yeah, and that's something that I think we all have to deal with in in all of our jobs, but specifically people that are in the public eye. That always has to be in the back of your mind when when you're talking about stuff that's not the the general conversations you and I have in the locker room after Mm -hmm. a game about a match. Right.
1: Yeah, definitely, and I mean, I'm sure. Do you feel like you have to take you know some sort of censorship with you know journalism, um, or do you know anyone that you know friends or colleagues or whatever that kind of have to you know tiptoe around some issues being a part of the media? Yeah, I mean, it's sort
0: of you know even at the Kansas City Star, I think on on your first day or at least at least your first week, you have to you've got a code of conduct book and. As journalists, you you can't be involved in political movements. You know, you can't be out there rallying for for certain stuff because, it, the, even though I work in sports, and obviously that that's a that's a topic that applies to news reporters every day. says people that cover, you know, the town hall or or you know, Missouri and Kansas governments, or you know, we've got a correspondent in Washington D.C. but We've seen here, even with conversations you and I are having, that this crosses over with, right. with politics and with with news and sports. And I remember a couple of years ago that I, I covered an incident where uh, it was right around the, after Trump had become president that uh, some kids in Warrensburg with a visiting, it was at a high school basketball game at Warrensburg, and a visiting team from Kansas City and in inner city school had gone there and the kids had held up trump signs as they were being announced mm. and it was in a little bit of a of a taunting manner right. and that was a story i had to cover and in order to have credibility when you cover a story like that if you had been campaigning or, mm-hmm. or making your opinions known about certain politics you lose credibility right. and that's obviously i mean the the most important thing for a journalist is when you write stories you you have to have that credibility behind it all the time Hey, it's Blair Kirkhoff, and if you're listening to this, you love Kansas City sports, whether it's the Chiefs, Royals, Sporting, Mizzou, KU, or K-State, and no one covers these teams like the Kansas City Star. If you currently subscribe to the paper or have a digital subscription, thank you for your support. And if you don't, here's a great offer. It's called Sports Pass, unlimited digital access to every sports story and video on KansasCity.com, and it's just $30 for the first year. It's the best sports value in town. Just 8 cents a day or 250 a month. You can't beat that. Subscribe now at kansascity.com/sportspass.
1: That being said, if you don't, if you don't campaign and you you are perceived to be credible in today's climate, kind of with the with the the debate around news, do you still feel, despite, you know, trying to stay unbiased, that your credibility is challenged as a journalist? Or if it's not, um, you know, do you know any other people who kind of feel that way?
0: Yeah, I mean, I I think obviously with, you know, I mean. Trump very famously has called the press the enemy of the people. And right. it was just just last month uh, that all the McClatchy papers, and I, I think there's 30 of them, including the Kansas City Star, had written an editorial that uh, that uh, appeared in all 30 papers. And that's very rare for, for one sort of editorial to, to go across all the markets that, you know, just I think the headline on it was, you know, Mr. President, we're not the enemy of the people, and I, it's 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 just it's a very dangerous thing to do because one of the the first things you're taught in journalism schools that you've got to be the watchdog, and that's not just of government; it's of organizations. I mean, even us sports reporters consider ourselves watchdogs of, right. of you know organizations like Sporting Kansas City. Now we I haven't really had to you know u- utilize that role much when I cover this organization, but uh, it's it's. It's just always the role of the press to, you know, the, the Kansas City Star just just this year. I mean, I'm sure that you probably read some of it just with your interest, but they, they had a project uh, called Why So Secret Kansas that has, you know, delved into exactly how concealed a lot of the stuff that goes on with government organizations. And that has prompted more than a, it's prompted dozens of bills and, 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 I think at least a dozen actual law changes and that's stuff for the public just to know what is going on with, right. with yeah. their government. And that, that to me is, I, I think, the biggest issue when you talk about that topic is it's journalist's job just to let the the general population know what's going on with the government. I think that's why that, that statement, the enemy of the people, is is a dangerous one to make because You want those press, regardless of who's in charge, Republican, Democrat, whatever the party, to be acting in the same manner, acting in that same job. And if you're calling the enemy of the people in one case, you know, when the the previous president was obviously a Democrat, the next one may or may not be a Democrat. You need them to to act in in, in the same manner regardless.
1: Yeah, that's crazy. That's wow. Wow. Yeah, it's it's. it's, Yeah, I mean, yeah. So I, I, knowing all that kind of, well, knowing a little bit of kind of what you said, uh, beforehand, it's just kind of interesting hearing it from your perspective of, uh, you know, you're trying to, and I I bet a lot of uh, press are trying to do, you know, their roles and their jobs respectfully. And, uh, it's kind of, it's it's kind of interesting hearing the impact, uh, that it has or the effect that it has on, on the press. Um, and does it, I guess does it lead for you know tension between friends or family members uh, because not not all press I guess is uh, unbiased um, yeah. in a sense but uh, and I I think that's that perhaps is a is a little bit of a of a
0: road that we we've seen TV take more than than anyone else but there there have have been some some written organizations you know some websites and things like that that have have taken a slant whether it be towards the right or left. And I, I do think that's a little bit of a danger. I mean when, when you look at some, some cable news stations, you may say this one slants right or this one slants left. And I, I do think that those stations could be better about pointing out commentary versus that they're presenting the news because there's a difference. Mm-hmm. And when when you look at studies and, and the star actually recently conducted a study that was done in Arizona about just the trustworthiness of news and most people trust newspapers more than others and I think it's because we do a better job of that you know we've got a very specific editorial page that's you know some of the issues you and I are talking about that you have opinions on that that we label them as such we label them as editorials or as opinions and otherwise you know it we've a lot of times just it, it's our job's to present the news and then let the reader form their own opinion based on literally just what the facts are. Yeah,
1: because I I mean, I wouldn't be, and and I understand a lot of people's concern, I think, is that, you know, when uh, things are objective, the press or media per se makes it subjective and turns it into, uh, you know, an opinion piece when it really is, should be more factual. Uh, So, I and, and, you know, I I can't step in your shoes to to know this, but I think that it's, uh, you know, I think that you, as you mentioned with TV and, and whether it be social media as well, or you know, written or actual text, um, it's it, you, lumping them all into each other sounds right. like a very, very uh, dangerous, tricky game, yeah.
0: It's sort of that, and that's probably where you and I could relate a little bit, just because you know, athletes a lot of times, I mean, heck, we. We we just talked about a comment that the Texas superintendent made, where he, he grouped sort of just all black athletes are alike. Basically, right. was was the the gist of that comment. And media, I think, it's treated a lot of the same way, to where all media, oh, you're a member of the media, that that means you're you're part of that group. Mm-hmm. And certainly, all of us are different, just like you know all of you guys are different. And and the the difference, though, I think, is that. We, we suppose, we're suppose we supposed to, to try and still present things regardless of how you feel about the issue in the same way. And I'll, that, that example that we've already talked about with the Texas superintendent, even if you have no agreement whatsoever with what he says, it's still your job as a news reporter to report what he said because it's newsworthy. Right. And that, that's where the, the, you open up the, the public's eyes to how somebody in a position of power thinks mm-hmm. and how they operate and that's, I think, that the most vital role that we have as journalists is to let the public see what's what, what's going on with the the
1: positions of power. Right, and you guys can't cover everything. I think a lot of people right. just always think, oh well, they cover this, but they don't want to cover that. Oh, oh, yeah. they, they, uh, they're they're talking about this issue, but they're really hiding this issue, which is the important issue. It's like, you know, people. It's like a, it's a lose lose in a sense, I guess. Um, yeah, and and,
0: there's a little bit of sense, I think more than ever, just just with the digit the digital age is. Uh, you know, you often are covering things that you feel like your readers are most interested in. Right, right, and there's certainly an argument that that the current president that he used that to his benefit. I mean, he got significantly more coverage, I think, than a lot of his competitors did on on the Republican side. And um, but you have a tendency to go where what you feel like your readers are interested in. And mm-hmm. that, that's always a, a you know. We've got a news editor that consistently says you're not going to bat a thousand when, right, when yeah. you make those guesses, but <laughs> because a lot of them are just bad, they're educated guesses sometimes for for what you feel like your readers want to know. Right.
1: Oh, wow. <laughs> I'm learning. So, uh, this is uh, as and kind of what you mentioned on uh, earlier is you know while we're about sports, it, it's also me learning you know a lot about you know issues that I don't know about or I have questions about on sure. this podcast as well. So. Um, you know, I think you know if any any you know any listener has any questions or wants us to, to breach a topic, uh, you know, moving forward, uh, you know, I think this thing can go anywhere we kind of want it to be. And you know, I'm all for you know the growth period of uh, of, of learning at the, at this stage of my life.
0: Yeah, and I think that's that's probably a good note to end on, but also something that you know we'll I'll probably be tweeting out maybe next week or something and, and kind of ask some of our listeners where what some topics that they might want us to talk about and, and something that you and I do even before this podcast, before the last one is, is we like to sort of research what we're going to talk about. So certainly maybe early in the week, I can ask, you know, some readers and maybe you guys have, have things you would like to hear. I can, I talk about specifically, Ike just, and, uh, and you and I can research them and, and move on from there. But uh, Ike, thanks again for for joining us this week, and we'll do it again next week.
1: Yeah, for sure. And if you have a name for the podcast, throw them out. I, I, I <laughs> saw have, one, I saw one response. Names, yeah, right. I don't have a, I don't have a, an idea. Or, or you saw one response. did you didn't want to give a good one? No, it was like, what's the name of this podcast? And I was like, actually, it's a good point. I don't know. And usually, I'm pretty clever about this stuff, but I, I, I drew a blank. Okay. Maybe maybe I'll think hard on All it. Right. But... Yeah, because
0: like I said before, I even turn this thing on. The intro is the kind of the toughest part for me. I feel like it's a mouthful. I'm constantly saying Kansas City or Sporting. (laughs) Kansas City, so yeah, it'd be great to have a name for it. But uh, all right, guys, we're going to wrap things up from here in week two of this podcast, and, and we'll see you guys again next week. Thanks a lot for listening.